Reach Point Racing Podcast. All you ever wanted to know about racehorse ownership and more. Go behind the scenes with me, Ilka Gansara Levesque, and get to know the stars of this wonderful sport of kings. Hello, Stephen. How are you today? I'm very well, thank you. Looking forward to episode five of the Vantage Point Racing Club. And at the top of the podcast, I just want to mention today's sponsor. Today's sponsor is Bone Care. Bone Care will take care of your horse and your family and your dog. Bone Care is a supplement that contains vitamin KQ and vitamin D3. And we'll talk a little bit more about that later on in the podcast. Yes, Elka. And on today's podcast, we're going to be talking about your time at Tattersall Sales. It's a busy time recently in Newmarket. We're going to meet another member of your team. That's your farrier. We're also going to talk about your breeding syndicate, so merchandise for the Vantage Point Racing Club, and exciting news. We've got a new horse in the Vantage Point Racing Club. Yes, let's start with him, um, Kingwell, a son of Kingman. He just ran um, the other day at Wolverhampton, running really good third off of a bit of a break because the summer was so hot and the ground was just too firm and everything. So um, we're going to have something uh, to run over the winter time. He likes Wolverhampton. He handles the surface at Subtle. Uh, we can target those ARC um, bonus races. You know, they have the ARC bonus series going on now, which started on October 18th. So we're going to try to rack up some points. And he already got points for finishing a very close third the other day. Look for a minute like for a moment, like he was going to win it. So um, George gave him a beautiful ride and we have something to look forward to. Yeah. And then we'll see uh, if we can get another horse to join the, the Vantage Point racing team. And he's a bit tiny, I understand. <laughs> yeah, he's not very tall. He's um, just about 15 hands uh, or uh, he is 15 hands, uh, but he's a little terrier. So he he likes to fight. I mean, Northern Dancer wasn't bigger than him either. So it does, it's not about size. So he's going to be out and about on the all-weather circuit during the winter. Yes, he loves it there. And, and Retrovi will be running um, as well. So she she ran the other day at um, Chelmsford. She handled that surface. That's always a question when you go there for the first time, if they're going to like it or not. Every one of these all-weather tracks differs. Um, and then also... Sometimes it is a bit weather dependent as well. Like the summertime, they ride differently than they do in the winter. But she handled that quite well. She was very unlucky. You can put a line through that last run. She'll turn the corner next time, I think. So let's get started with the sales. It was a very busy time at Newmarket. Um, some amazing sums. I mean, book one, the uh, turnover was up 47%. Frankel was, was in his element um, as a leading sire. We spoke a lot about the sales in the last podcast, um, what did you get up to at Tattersall's? Well, I was lucky enough. I got one yearling filly by See the Moon. I'm going to probably um, syndicate her because um, I think for the club, it's better to have runners than yearlings, but we'll see. Um, yeah, so she's by See the Moon. I'm going to try to put a little package together for her. So if anybody's interested, get in touch. I was under bitter on a few. It was pretty strong trade through all the days. It's unbelievable. And then um, at the horses in training sale, we we sold Hammerhead as, um, to a good place. I think he's going to go down the jumping route, but he's just such a large frame and a sculpy animal. 
that he he just needs more time. Um, the auctioneer really liked him. He came twice to see him. Yeah, so that was us there. But even the horses in training sale, horses that you you normally could maybe pick up for ten grand, they were selling for forty. So that yeah, the market is strong. Yeah, the horses in training sale, the average was up from thirty one thousand in twenty twenty one to thirty five thousand in twenty twenty two, and. Uh, Will you be back at the yearling, the foals, and the mare sale in the next month? Yeah, I mean, foal sale is not that interesting for us. It's always good to do a little pin hook, but um, Stefan and I, we want to put our money into our racing, um, you know, into our racing business. So I'll, at the mare sale, I'll try to find a filly to race. And then um, at the December yearling sale, I bought one there last year. Usually those horses, you never know who what who's in it, but that filly hasn't run yet. Um, so sometimes you get a little bit more backward ones at the December sale, but that doesn't matter. So we'll be definitely be looking there um, in the December yearling sale and in the filly sale. Yeah, the yearling sale is on the 21st November, the foal sale between the 23rd and the 26th, and the mare sale between the 28th of November and the 1st of December. And Elka, you wanted to add more about your breeding syndicate with Just Once. Yes, Just Once is a special horse for Vantage Point Racing Club. She was our first winner and also my first winner over the jumps. She's a bit of a she was a bit of a project, tons of potential. Then, of course, like jump racing, she picked up a little injury. So instead of just giving her the time off, I thought, well, we might as well use this time, put her in full. So the plan is to bring Just Once back. And at the moment, she's in full to Golden Horn, and I'm doing a breeding breeding syndicate with her, where I'm going to do one percent shares or larger, but of this offspring. So any any amount that somebody wants to take is fine, but one percent shares of the offspring uh, for 1,600 pounds, which um, will run all the way through the offspring's four year old season. So you got a few, you know, you really get value for your buck. And um, just once we're just getting uh, organized to send her to France so she will fall in France. That way, then the baby will have French premiums. And when it's time to uh, wean the baby, we'll bring just once back into training and try to pull off a snow leopardess. That's the big plan. Sometimes you've got to adjust, you know, you never know, but that's the plan that will be really cool to do. And then we'll have um, a golden horn baby with French premiums, that's also, that always gives you other options as well. So um, if you want to be part of a journey, get in touch, something different, something long-term, you know, but for 1600 pounds, you know, you get years and years of enjoyment out of it. So I think it's, I think it's a good way to dip your toe into racehorse ownership. Well, it sounds like a good opportunity. Golden Horner, an ARC winner and say just once um, who gave your, first winner over the jumps she is keeping well though oh yeah she looks uh pregnant already <laughs> she's lo- she's loving life good i also spoke to another member of your racing team at st wendred's this time it was rep parker Denison, your farrier and here's his story how often do you get up to st wendred's to see the horses um, about three to four times a week, normally getting there first thing in the morning from about six. And for the layman, can you let us know when a racehorse changes its shoes? It all depends on how much work they're in. 
and how heavy the horse is on their feet. But it's generally every, in Ilkers, it's generally every two to three weeks, depending on how many races it's having in that month. And it's very important that a horse's feet are right for its general well-being. Oh, yes, 100%. Because um, everything goes up. So if the feet aren't right, then you can get problems like joint problems, back problems, you name it, things can go wrong. Because as there's like a fulcrum. So if, if, there's, if there's a problem right at the bottom of the foot, it acts as a fulcrum and works its way up. So it puts more pressure on all our joints and muscles and tendons as it goes upwards on the leg. And can you let us know a bit about your own li- own history? How long does it take to train to be a farrier? Um, so when I took my apprenticeship, it was four and a half years, but you had to do a year before as a pre-farrier, which is basically like just basic blacksmithing before you can do your apprenticeship. And the apprenticeship was four and a half years. But I think they've shortened it now to three and a half. So it's a lot more intense of an apprenticeship now. And have you always liked working with animals? Yes, I used to ride. Um, when I was really young, I used to show jump quite a lot when I was younger. My mum was a riding instructor. So we, it was just it was one of those things I always done. I did try to do other things like other jobs, but I always came back to horses. It was the only thing I really stuck at and really enjoyed. Because when you see horses being shot, it, it looks a bit dangerous when you're handling such a, a big animal. Oh, yeah, it's, it's definitely dangerous and you definitely got to have your wits about you. Um, because so many things can go wrong in a split second. And it's just more the more experience you have, the less likely you are to get injured because you just seem to be able to read situations a lot better. And how long have you known Ilka? I've known Ilka about five years now. Um, her, my previous boss who I trained with used to shoe Ilka's horses before leaving and moving up north. And she asked me to ask you this, what's your favourite horse at St Wendred's? That's probably Bella. And the reason for Bella is she can be really moody at times and it all depends what attitude she's in, what mood she's in, whether you actually get a shot or not. We'll have to come back the next day. But when you watch a race, you'll put her whole heart into a race and she'll give it absolutely everything and you can't ask more from a horse. Yeah, this is Miss Bella Brand who's very consistent, isn't she? Yeah, she is. And do you as a farrier get to know that the personalities of all the different horses and when they're in the right mood and that sort of thing yes you do um you, that's one of the most important things is getting to know your horses because you can know exactly when they're off and when they're not when something's slightly wrong you detect that yourself do you when you when you're in the stable with them yeah you can definitely um so like uh retrovi who's like two stables down from bella she's always quite a friendly horse and she's always like wants polos and she's always in your pocket. And if you go in the stable and she's at the back of the stable and doesn't come anywhere near you, you can tell straight away there's something wrong with her. Well, Retrovi is a member of the, the Vantage Point Racing Club. Uh, and what do you, what's it like working at, with Ilka at St. Wendred's? Yeah, it's a really easy and friendly yard to work at, to be fair. Um, everything's pretty straightforward. I go in every Monday and we'll, have, we'll talk about the horses that are running that week if you need shearing which horses would like to push like a week because they have a, a race coming up in two weeks time so it's it's really easy because we, we basically sit down and talk about each horse so we know exactly both of us know exactly what the plan is for that week so she's very well organized at St Wendred's because I mean 
the big advantage with Ilka is that she's a qualified vet as well. Yes, exactly. Um, she is very well organised, and the horses have like A one care. You can't, you can never take that away from Ilka. They, the, the yard is immaculate, and anything the horse needs, the horse gets. How important is Rhett to ensure the horses can perform to their best? Well, like the old saying goes, no hoof, no horse. So like the farriers of, is, is like an integral part of the whole process. You know, they never really get any mention on TV or anything. But when we get new horses in or horses from the sales, the, the feet have been shod to make to look good. Not what's uh, biomechanically the right thing. Sometimes you get sales feet, as we call it. Um, so like, yeah, um, when new horses come in, Rhett and I look at them together, make a plan, then other horses, it's like an ongoing thing. You have to stay on top of stuff. But if you just imagine it as a geometrical, like the horse is a geometrical thing, you know, if it's, if it's off at, um, at the foot level, it all carries up through the whole joints and everything. So, um, having a, a farrier that's good at what he does. That's also good with horses. Rhett is a very quiet person and a very nice person. Horses really like him. He's very patient. He never is in a bad mood. You know, he never brings any negative, whatever, garbage <laughs> with him. So he's always like, um, horses just like him. So, and then if we have something quirky or difficult, then... Uh, I'm there. I can I can dope them, and then we never have any stress. Because sometimes when you get new horses, well, I'm not naming any names. They can be pretty feisty and stuff. So you you know it's a it's a tough job. They all need a chiropractor, that's for sure. Carriers. I mean. And he was saying in in our interview how important it is to have a plan for each horse because they're all individuals. Yeah, you need a plan, and the feet grow slowly. So certain things. You, ne- you need to see it coming or you need to like actively work against it so you don't get the problem. So that's why you always need to stay on top of it. And race horses are shot very uh, in much shorter intervals than riding horses. So, um, you know, for one, the racing shoes are made out of alu- aluminum shoes and they wear quicker, but also because of those dynamics, you know, they thoroughbreds, um, have slightly flatter feet maybe than um, warm bloods and all those things. So you really got to stay on top of it. Don't let those toes get too long. Make sure that they can break over and all of that, you know, at speed is, is what, when injuries happen, you know, racehorses go fast. So all those biomechanics become more important. We've just changed the clocks today, Yoka. Um, it's getting, well, it's not actually getting colder, but it will get colder eventually. And uh, your daughter, Elia, has got some merchandise for the Vantage Point Racing Club. Yes, exactly. Yeah, we've been lucky with the weather. I was like, oh, I can live, I can live like this. But um, we all know now it's going to get dark and it's going to get gloomy and it will get cold sooner or later. So, yeah, Elia's um, created a little merchandise um, store for the Vantage Point Racing Club. And you can find that on eleas-crafts.creator-spring.com. It's on Teespring. So if you um, Google Teespring, it's one of those um, make-on-demand facilitator thingies. So um, Google Teespring, put in Eleas Crafts, and um, then you'll find her store or go on her website. She also has a little business 
where she makes lucky horseshoes. And then she's just um, designed a little merchandise line with mugs and t-shirts and hoodies and all those nice things. Anyway, when you join the club, you also get a joining gift, which is a little Vantage Point Racing Club pin. That's what we do as a joining gift. And can we also find the um, items on your website? I believe there is a link to the store. I will have to. Uh, yeah, there should be. I'll talk to my um, website person, Tina. This is your daughter. No, no, no. Elia does a lot of things, but I have Tina, um, my friend that lives in Texas. She um, does our website. She did Elia's website as well. She's also a member of the club. Um, so, yeah, there should be some kind of link. You know, once you have your own website, it's not like you're ever going back on it. You're just like, add this, add this, add this picture. But then you you don't really like spend any time on there. So yeah, it's um if you need a mug, if you need uh I don't know if there's socks, but if you need a t-shirt, walk your fingers across that keyboard and um place an order. Yeah, we must put some photos of these uh these goods and merchandise all across your um Twitter page as well, which is at vantage point RAC. So we can see the so listeners and uh vantage point racing club members can also see them on on Twitter. Oh, yeah, good idea. Yeah, thanks for that. Thanks for pointing that out. I get on top of that. And we mustn't forget to remind um, listeners and uh, Vantage Point Racing Club members to subscribe to the podcast, which is now on Spotify, Apple, SoundCloud, Stitcher and Google. Yes, Uh, hit that subscribe and like button, please, if you like us and tell your friends. And today we're again joined by Debbie Nichols, a member of the Vantage Point Racing Club. Hello, Debbie. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning, Stephen. And you've just seen um, a video of Ilka and Elia with Retrovi on YouTube, I think. I, I have indeed. Um, that distinctive, beautiful um, head of, of, of retrovi. I'm, I'm afraid. Th- th- I thought you were going to say Ilka then and Elliot. But... <laughs> well, I was going to say that the, 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 the phrases usually never work with uh, animals or children, but actually, um, the three of you are hilarious. Um, I will say I have to take exception, Ilka, with your choice of Baid over Frankel. Um, but we'll, we'll move on, um, from, from that one. It's charming. Everybody that hasn't seen it, please watch and have a look. It's, it's Ilka. You know, ferry or tunnel, uh, you know, Longchamp or Asker, those sort of little questions that tell you more about um, Ilka. Um, and, and I will, will also say that the last time I was at the yard, I saw just once and she is absolutely blooming. Well, she always was blooming beautiful, but her tummy and her air of contentment absolutely stands out so um very interesting to hear about um ilka's um plans with the french connection and anybody of course that um wants to take up the breeding syndicate we could look forward to jumping on the tunnel as ilka suggests rather than the ferry and going to watch that young horse maybe race in france so that's going to be really really fascinating my answers created a lot of controversy. I know Elia said, Mom, how can you how come you didn't pick Franco? <laughs> then another owner from Ireland said, How come you didn't pick Galileo? And I was like, Jesus, people, it was supposed it's just a light little fun thing. 
No, you want you want conversation. That's exactly what what this actually does, of course. And you know, when you when you're talking about your breeding syndicate, and we kind of forget when everybody gets those big ticket yearlings going through the Frankel's top top whack and all the rest of it. How well bred Golden Horn is, and what he did. So this is a top top horse, and so we've really got something to look forward to there. I I, I believe anyway. Oh yeah, Frankel Dubarbi and see with see the stars. Just looking back on the note, um, he he was right in there, and he throws the most beautiful. Correct me if I'm wrong, um, Ilka, but he throws the most beautiful dark bre- dark bays. Um, I think he he really breeds to type. So, uh, yeah, you know, April it's not that far away. Something to look forward to in the spring, isn't it? Seeing what we get uh, in terms of offspring from from just once. So well done with that. Yeah, it's like join the journey. It's really it's it's something slightly people that want to be on a journey. And back to your video, we can see that on the Vantage Point Racing Club Twitter page, can't we? I've seen it's been retweeted by you. Yes, I've retweeted it there, and I'm also going to add it onto my YouTube channel um, because um, JB gave me the original, so that way I can I can add it on JB from uh, Carte Blanche Racing, which is a new. Um, English French syndicate so for horse lovers and francophiles um yeah it's great to be training for different clubs and syndicates and all it, it, you meet different people and um in, and we can all enjoy racing together and talking about racing together Debbie when are you likely to be back watching Vantage Point Racing Club horses well I had to turn down the trip to Wolverhampton for different reasons because that's actually not a million miles away and and I, that's the fact that I wasn't there didn't stop me enjoying it because this is the great thing about our vantage point WhatsApp is that I was getting the buzz and 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 I think one of our members won the place pot so Kingwell and here's another nod to Ilka because I remember when King, Kingwell first came Kingman uh, Kingman Colt first came into the yard and he was tiny and he was never going to be precocious and the time that she's given him. And I watched him run at Leicester and he was starting to get the hang of it. And he, because of his size, it's amazing that he he absolutely battled like that at Wolves. Um, So, so, as I say, another nod to knowing your horse, knowing not to hurry them. He'll never, he'll never grow that much. But, but as, as Ilka says, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So, so maybe... You know, it'll be Wolverhampton, and you know that the reason you started Vantage Point was saying a, a good view is always best shared. Just seeing the comments coming back from the people that were there and the good company comments, whatever else, bears out exactly how valuable it is, even if you can't go. That's a good point, Debbie. Uh, the Vantage Point Racing Club has a very vibrant uh, uh, WhatsApp page where members who are not going to the races can still see pictures, videos of the horses just a few minutes before they're off anybody that's got a decent phone of course and we've all got smartphones it we we can send stuff uh, ilka Yuchi sends a, a picture of when they leave the yard um and you know you've got the paddock you've got you know our jockeys getting up and then and and it, it really allows people to think that that they're there and and of course a lot of those unless you've got a real racing channel um, you, you're not you're not going to pick up those races live, but it it really does allow you to think um, you're part of the club, which is brilliant. Yeah, and for twenty pound a month, you can be a member of the Vantage Point Racing Club. 
Well, thanks for joining me again, Ilka, on episode five of the Vantage Point Racing Club. Special thanks to Rhett Parker-Dennison, your farrier, for joining me earlier in the podcast. And hopefully next next time in episode six, we'll be getting close to Christmas then. Um, we will have an interview with um, another member of your team. And I'm also hoping to probably catch up with Nick Schofield with a few up close and personal questions with him. Yeah, sounds like fun. Sounds like a plan. Thank you both so much, Stephen and Debbie, for your time today. It was fun as always. And hope to see you at the races soon. As we say at Vantage Point Racing Club, a good view is always best shared. And to wrap up today's podcast, I just want to finally mention our sponsor for today, Bone Care. And no better way to end the podcast with, as with their slogan, take care with Bone Care. Join the Vantage Point Racing Club today. Watch the horses that you put your money in run their race. Free racing tickets. Meet the horses and the team, including the jockey, trainer, physio, and everyone else. Come to open days and get a welcome gift. Get weekly updates on all the horses in the club. New to racing? Not to worry. You will learn all about it. Ask questions anytime. Tune into my month-to-month podcast featuring racehorse ownership, info, and more. All just for 20 pounds a month. We look forward to meeting you here at St. Winbrick's. If you love racing, come and share it. 